Welcome to Conversate, our podcast where we engage in conversation. On this week's episode, I, Aaron Gierke, am joined by a special guest host, Bryant Weathers, a good friend of mine, and we will be talking about the connections between mountain biking and discipleship. Uh, we want to apologize also for last week's episode. We had some technical glitches with our audio and our video. So if you experience any issues with any of that, we are sorry. Even after all these weeks, we are still learning how to do this. So this week's will be a little bit different as you are about to find out. But with all of that being said, I just want to say we really hope you enjoy this. Well... Welcome to this week's episode of Conversate, and it looks a little bit different because one, I'm on Zoom, and two, this is not Pastor Kevin, this is my good friend Bryant Weathers. How you doing, Bryant? Good, how are you, Aaron? I'm good, I'm good. So we, uh, we were going to uh, sit on the brown couch earlier today and you know do this straight up regular conversate style but i had some scheduling conflicts and then we said well let's we'll just do it on zoom because i had to get home and and that kind of stuff and i thought man i should set up sit out in the backyard it's a beautiful day and then i popped on zoom and there you are so you know to our to our podcast viewers if you're watching this it looks just like we're sitting right next to each other if i didn't have my fence behind me it would it would look pretty it looked pretty legit but uh <laughs> For those of you just listening to the audio, well, you're just listening to the audio and you don't get to see any of that. So, um, Bryant is with me today for a couple of reasons. Well, one, Pastor Kevin's out of town and I was like, oh man, who should we have on the podcast this week? <laughs> and <laughs> since I name dropped Bryant in the sermon and usually what we do in this podcast is talk about the sermon from the week, I thought, well, I should give a call to Bryant. And he said, absolutely, I'll do the podcast. So, Brian, I name dropped you in the sermon because uh, you, you led me and my friend, or my friend, hold on a second, you led, no, I said that, my friend and me is how I should grammatically say that, on a bike, uh, on a mountain biking little excursion this last Saturday. So, uh, yeah, my friend Kyle came into town and he wanted to go mountain biking. And I wasn't sure how good at mountain biking he was or not. Um, I, he had, I knew he had gone quite a bit, but he wanted to do the Copper Harbor Trails. And I've never gone up there, neither had he. But I know you, you bike up there quite often and have for years. So I called you up and said, hey, Bryant, do you want to make us a route? And then you said, well, I'll be camping up there. So how about I just meet up with you and and show you the way. So that's what we did, didn't we, Brian? Absolutely. That's exactly what we did. And it was a beautiful day. It was an absolutely gorgeous day up in Copper Harbor. How, how long have you been biking up there? Um, I would say about 10, 10, 12 years, maybe. Um, and the, the trails have changed significantly in those, those 10 or 12 years. Um, okay. You know, it's just become a, used to be a hidden secret now it's uh it's a pretty popular place for people from all over the country to come in and ride right. their mountain bikes and you i mean you mountain bike you mountain bike quite often even kind of all, i mean even all maybe not mountain bike all season but you you bike kind of in all four seasons don't you 
I do. Yeah. I bike all four seasons, uh, but I enjoy summer the most. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see why. I can see why. Um, yeah. So uh, for, for those, for those uh, of you listening to this, when I, uh, I, I asked Bryant for a route and if you're familiar with uh, the Copper Country and Copper Harbor, specifically, some of you are familiar with Brockway Mountain and the Keweenaw Mountain Lodge. And so, uh, so our, our planned, we had a plan, <laughs> we had a plan going into the day we were planning on, uh, starting at the mountain lodge and then climbing up, uh, Brockway mountain. And, uh, so that we did set off on that, on that, uh, on that plan, but how, how far were we in? Were we even a mile in or. I don't even think we were a mile in, of course. And then we had the brake issues to, to begin. You know, oh, that's the, right. The day as well. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we got we got bikes out of the parking lot or in the parking lot. And Kyle, my friend, you know, he had transported his bike all the way from Minnesota. It's a really nice kind of brand new bike. And his yeah, his brake, his front brake didn't wasn't working. And I don't know, we just started twisting and turning stuff in the parking lot and somehow got it working. So um, so yeah, then we were ready to to go. And and I don't, I mean, I bought a I'm not much of a mountain biker, so we should have we should have uh, started with that, right? That I've hardly done this at all. So I bought a bike off a guy, a used bike um, just a couple of weeks ago, and I've only taken it out on a, the tech trail, Michigan tech trails um, just a couple of times. So nothing like Copper Harbor at all. So it's much, uh, much hillier and much rockier. And so we weren't, we weren't very far into our route and we were going around a corner and uh, I don't, I don't really know what happened. I, hit hit a rock and I wasn't that stable and so I dropped my bike and I jumped off it so I didn't because I didn't want to die and crash so I just crashed my bike instead but then got up and uh and the wheel was uh well it wasn't straight you had a term for that though what was it yeah it was it was out of true so it was a wobbly looking wheel if you were if you were to roll it you would see it wobbling from side to side and then if you were looking at it from the side um it was also there was also a little bit of a dip into it as well so, so was it was my was my tire was the rim bent is that what happened uh the tension on the spokes is what holds your your wheel round and the tension was just uh it was all screwed up i'm not sure how that happened or why it happened or it might have uh, might have been like that before we started i don't even right know. right and it got worse in that first you know half mile or yeah. three quarters in a while. <laughs> So, so Brian, you, you know, you, you had done the nice thing and we are going to make some connections here as we go along about how mountain biking ties into discipleship. But, um, but you had, you know, you had done the nice thing. You didn't just, and this is what I said in the sermon, you didn't just offer a route, but you offered to actually, you know, guide this trip, which I was super grateful for because had we, had it just been Kyle and I, I mean, we stopped at the spot and then you were like, well, we can go down, you know, to the Q&A Adventure Company and get it fixed up. Um, but we got to hop off like the main trail and you, was that a, you just took us down some like fire road or something? Or yeah. Yeah. It's an old logging road called Hunter's road. And I was, I was told by my wife that I was not allowed to kill the pastor on the mountain bike ride. And I said, we need to get you to a road as quickly as possible. <laughs> so, so your front wheel doesn't come off or, 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 you know, break and you go flying over the handlebars. So that was, we, we were, were lucky where we were. Uh, yeah, when we, when we made that exit plan down to the QAnon Adventure Company. Yeah, because we just popped, yeah, popped off this this trail, went down the highway, 
And then we yeah, went to the Q&A Venture Company that rents bikes and fixes bikes. And then we got there, but we were an hour early before they even opened. So then our, our fabulous guy, Bryant, was like, well, let's go down to Jameson's Bakery and get a coffee and some scones. And we had a beautiful day like this in Copper Harbor. And they're right on the harbor. And so we, we just sat there and drank coffee and had some bakery. It was a beautiful morning. Went back finally at 10 o'clock to the adventure company. And they said that they could fix my bike, but it would be an hour. And well, we had told our wives that we would be biking for about an hour and a half <laughs> with, with these adventures that had already been that hour and a half. So, uh, so then I think Brian, you said, yeah, maybe we could rent a bike. And, um, and then you did a very gracious thing for me. And you said, Hey, I'll rent the bike for you. And that was super kind and awesome. So we rented a bike and uh, journeyed on and we did it. And uh, you didn't kill the pastor. They fixed my bike. But, you know, in, I, so all this happened on Saturday. And in my preparation for my sermon on Sunday, I knew that I was going to be like sharing an example of basically what I did in my sermon, like, you know, Bryant led the way. And I had, I had already kind of pre-written all this stuff. And then after Saturday, I was like, man, I could just tell the whole story because if you think about like, if you think about this in terms of what Jesus has done for us, and that's, that's actually what I did in the sermon, right? Like Jesus says, follow me. We follow him. And then we say to others, follow me as I follow Jesus. But I mean, you could, you could take that in so many different directions. Um, you know, by no means are you Jesus, but in this example, <laughs> you, you live like Jesus, right? And you said, I'll be your guide. I'll actually come to be with you. I'll show you the way. And then you can even go so far as to say, I'll even pay for your bike just as Jesus paid for our sins, right? So there you go. The whole thing preaches. Itself. <laughs> uh, no, that was a good adventure. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate it. It was fun. I even, my bike got fixed up and I took it, took it on the trails uh, by my house uh, yesterday and I did another like six or seven miles. So the bike held up and uh, awesome ready to roll. So I think we'll be doing some more biking together this summer. That's, that's at least my intention. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I did want to talk about uh, discipleship as well, because that was the, well, we kicked off the sermon series called follow me, uh, go and be. And each week uh, for the next, I forget how many weeks it's six or seven, maybe eight <laughs> weeks. We're going to be talking about discipleship and how, uh, when we go into these different places, um, in life, we have this opportunity to follow Jesus into those places, but then also be like Jesus in those places and lead other people to Jesus through those things. Um, but you and I have been um, doing discipleship together for, has it been three years now or four? Years? Three or four years. Yeah, yeah to, quite a while. I'm trying to think about that. So that's crazy. So do you remember how did how did that even, how did that even start? Or do you remember? I do. I do. Um, you know, I was regularly attending Saints Peter and Paul for a while, but I was not a member. And I, I you reached out to me and you said, you know, Hey, I'm going to be, um, you know, um, teaching a new members class. And, you know, I know you've been regularly attending and, you know, would love to have you as a member of, of the church and you know you have a lot of skills and where we could use your skills in ministry too for for communications and such and just want to get together and, and talk about um you know becoming a new member and maybe you know some volunteer opportunities and 
Um, I probably gave you a response that was, you know, like a three page email of all these questions I had about the Lutheran faith. Um, you know, I was, you know, for many years, I've, I felt like I was stagnant in my faith. Right. Um, so I, I, I had all these questions kind of bottled up and, and it was just like, you know, God had you reach out to me, uh, you know, to, to, um, at the right time with all these questions bottled up and I just, I flooded them on you. And, and, uh, you know, you said, at, at that time you were in the beginning stages of discipleship being discipled as well. Um, you said, you know, um, we're, we're not going to be able to cover all this in, in an email or in one lunch meeting. Um, you know, would you be interested in this? And, um, I was just absolutely honored and thrilled that, uh, you, you kind of took me under your wing and, and, uh, we've been meeting regularly now for, yeah, three or four years. Um, and it's just been a wonderful way to grow in my faith. And I'm just so, so, so grateful that we've had this opportunity to, to uh, follow Jesus together. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been wonderful. Yeah. So if you were to, if you were to put, um, put discipleship in your, in your own, in your own words, um, or maybe even in the word, maybe your own words are the words that we've used to describe it, which is fine. But how, how would you describe like this, this process of, of discipleship? Like what, what is it? Uh, it's a intimate relationship with another devoted Christian. Um, you know, somebody who follows Jesus, who has um, maybe spiritually broken a little bit. They know they don't have it all together. They know, um, you know, that there's areas of their life that they can improve. And um, uh, it's, it's a, a lifelong commitment in a lot of ways to, to walk with them and follow Jesus together um, is, is the way I look at it. You know, like I said, I was very stagnant in the faith um, prior to you reaching out to me and, and through discipleship, um, it's led me to, you know, daily devotions and scripture readings. Um, it's uh, led me to some pretty, pretty incredible relationships uh, as well. And, and prayer life um, has greatly improved. And it's just been a, a great way to be accountable as well. Right. Uh, it's not just attending church on Sunday, but it is you're following Jesus, uh, you know, Monday through Saturday as well with other devoted Christians that can help you through those those struggles and those triumphs uh, that you might have uh, in everyday life. Yeah, that's awesome. And and uh, like, I mean, you use, you use some key words, but one that I just heard is that just that whole idea of accountability, too. Um, and if you think like. I, th I think I've said to you, I mean, you've always said to me, like, I'm so grateful and thank you. You know, I'm humbled uh, for this opportunity, but I think I've said to you too, like, but I, like, I also need, like, I also need you, like discipling you also holds me accountable to this great commission task that Jesus has given to all of us. So like, so if I'm not, if, if I'm not discipling others, then I'm not doing the great commission that Jesus has asked us of. So the fact that you're willing to be disciple and like allows me to also, you know, be faithful to the, to the command of, of Jesus. So like in that biking example, right? Like Jesus is in the front, right? So in, in our relationship, you know, we would say like, I'm following Jesus. I say to you, Hey, will you follow me as I follow Jesus? Um, right. And so there's, there's, there's the accountability on, on all sides. So, in, in some way, like I got to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus, but also like I need to be attentive to you behind me 
or no, whoever's behind me. So if Kyle was behind me, I need to be attentive to him or, or vice versa. Like on, in our bike ride, you know, Kyle was sometimes between us. And if I slowed down, sometimes he slowed down and, and there was like that, that chain reaction. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that process of discipleship, like you said, it's that relationship, that accountability following mutually Jesus. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's, it, it's time. It's, 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 it's dedication. And, uh, you know, I, to tie back into mountain biking or really any, any form of exercise, you know, it's, it's interesting that um, there's been many times where I'm like, you know, I just don't feel like going out today. I just don't, you know, and, and I, I could say the same thing for discipleship, you know, it's just a really busy day. And I just really don't want to, I, I don't know if I really want to commit to today and maybe I should bail. Yeah. You know, and maybe I shouldn't, but you know, I've never finished a mountain bike ride and regretted it. Uh, and I think I could say the same for discipleship, you know, these meetings and, and times that I've had with you or in the time that I've had in discipling others. Um, it changes my, the course of my day, it changes my mindset. Um, and afterwards I'm like, you know what? I am so glad that I didn't fail. And I am uh, so glad that I actually went through and spent time in God's word, um, and talked to, to that person. Um, you know, because it's, it, it helped, like you said, it, it helped, it holds me accountable and it, it keeps my eyes fixed on, on Jesus and it, it changes the course of my day. And it, it, my, my perspective has then changed for the rest of the day because I followed through on that, on that particular meeting. So, right. um, yeah, lots, lots of analogies here back to mountain biking and everything uh, else, you know? Well, isn't it, it's, it's so weird, unfortunately, or, uh, I, the healthy things in life, the things that are good for you are oftentimes the things that are the hardest to do or the things that you have to be the most intentional about, right? Um, the, it's the, the things that aren't good for you that are oftentimes easy to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's easy to, easy to sit on the couch and eat ice cream and chips and just, you know, just veg out and be numb to the world. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to, be diligent to the the things that are good right but i mean if you think about it, like this this goes back to the very beginning i mean you and i are we're both sitting outside even though we're connected through technology but i mean in the very beginning of creation god created man to to work right to to take care of the creation to enjoy the creation to enjoy his wife and his children and uh, to tend to all of this stuff. So you can imagine that in perfection, all of those things that were good for him were actually probably, I mean, they probably weren't hard to do. They were just good to do. But the curse of sin was that, by, you know, God said to Adam, by the sweat of your brow, you will now you know, work the ground and it won't cooperate, right? And so, so we, that's, that's why there's this wrestling. Like we know these things are good for us, but this, the desire in us is just for selfishness and laziness and lack of care about anything, right? So, right. yeah, so, but we need that, we need that discipleship piece. I, I believe like I, I, <laughs> I haven't lived a long time, but I've lived long enough for my, a little bit of my beard to be gray and a lot of my hair, even though it's hard to tell because it's so light anyways, but I've lived long enough um, to have some of these, um, my selfish ambitions and, and my, my thinking that I can do this all on my own. I've had 
enough experiences to have some of those things beat out of me, you know, the hard way. <laughs> some of it, I mean, I'm still pretty doggone stubborn and think that I can do whatever I want to do. Um, but I've just been humbled enough times to recognize like, you know, I think it would be a smarter idea to have somebody that knows what they're doing on the mountain bike trails in Copper Harbor that are kind of treacherous and hard to do to show me around than to just be like, Oh, I'll probably figure it out. It'll be okay. You know, like, so yeah, yeah it's, yeah, that's, I mean, this world can be treacherous as well. Right. I mean, you know, back to a mountain bike analogy, climbing up Brockway mountain was hard. Yeah. And sometimes, I know. In, sometimes in discipleship, you know, these, these conversations are going to be hard. People are struggling with things and you know, that they, they have to open up to you uh, a little bit. And sometimes you you feel like, God, I'm not equipped for this. Yeah, no. conversation but but you are you know jesus says he's always with you um you know and in discipleship as well and trusting that um and then there's sometimes in discipleship where it's like a downhill trail on a mountain bike (laughs) right it's easy it's fast fun flowy um that was scary for me though (laughs) i was not as scared going uphill it was hard but i was i mean (laughs) you were going pretty fast (laughs) but but i mean that's like that's like God's living word too, right? I mean, you might be reflecting on scripture with somebody in a, a discipleship conversation and it might reflect on, you know, you might take it in different than somebody else because of the experiences that they're going through versus the experiences you're going through. And right. um, yeah, so for, for me, a downhill might be super fun where yeah. for somebody else, it might be very terrifying. <laughs> right. Well, and as, I mean, if you think like, I mean, the kind of the role reversal here too, right? Like I've been leading you in like learning, learning about the scriptures and, and prayer and how to disciple others and you know, you've, you've said to me many times, like, I don't, well, I don't have a seminary education and I don't, I don't know the scripture. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know the script. And, and I've just said like, you, you're ready. Like, and, and if you feel like you're not, if you feel, if you got questions, then ask me and I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Um, but now like on the, on the role reversal side, like I feel like the baby mountain biker, you know, or like, I don't even know how to go around a corner safely, you know, like, <laughs> but I mean, you said to me too, right? Like, well, it will go as slow or as fast as you want to go. And, um, and, and I think that's, that's that same thing in our pursuit of Jesus, right? Like, and so no discipleship relationship looks the same just because we're at, we're just at different places and our life experiences are different and our understanding of Jesus. And so, yeah. So you, I mean, you've alluded to the, to the reality and you don't need to talk specifics, but, um, I mean, you have started passing it on. You've, you have, you are discipling other people as well now too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it took a while, right? I mean, the first three years, um, you, you know, I was not discipling anyone because like you said, I didn't feel equipped. I was like, well, I don't have the seminary education. I'm not a scholar on biblical um, teachings or anything like that. And I, I but um, what you encouraged me to do is to specifically pray, specifically pray for people to disciple. and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I started doing that and, um, and, and you talked about this, you know, how humbling it is, but I, I feel like God has put the right people in my life at this time to work with and discipling. Yeah. And, um, and I need them just as much as they need me in these relationships and these experiences and these conversations that we have. And, um, I'm learning from them just as much as I hope that they're learning, uh, from me, um, and you're right, when those questions come up that I cannot answer or that we cannot find um, in scripture, 
you have uh, you've guided us uh, in those in those uh, in those questions that we have to to find those answers. So um, yeah, it's just been a just a wonderful experience on both sides. You know, being discipled and discipling others, and um, again, the accountability from both ends has just uh, really helped build me up in the faith and. Um, so I'd encourage anyone listening, you know, if you were, if you had thought about maybe, uh, discipling somebody or being discipled specifically, pray for that, uh, specifically pray for somebody to disciple you or, or for you to disciple somebody, um, or, or both, um, because it really will help, uh, you follow Jesus in a way that, uh, you can't just get on Sunday mornings, but throughout the rest of the week, um, as well. And to just have somebody else outside of family to, um, you know, to work with, work with you in, in the struggles and triumphs of, of being a, a Christian in this world. Mm. That's awesome, Brian. Thank you for yeah, making that, making that invitation to people. I was going to ask you to do that anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. Um, yeah. I, you know, coming up, coming up this next Sunday, um, in the, in, in the sermon. So this, this first week, we kind of just kind of cast a vision about this reality of follow, follow me, go and be, uh, but we will be, uh, preaching. I'll, I'll be preaching again this Sunday and it will be, um, specifically about the, about discipleship. Um, and I'll actually be using the example kind of for, for, because sometimes that, and, and maybe I shouldn't get too far ahead of myself, but it bears repeating, but, um, sometimes when we say discipleship or disciple maker sometimes just the the verbiage is like what did you say like i do not know this word <laughs> that you speak of um i think so the so the example that i'll use at, at first on sunday is like teacher and student so um that that really that's it's a it's a great example what a teacher does for a student um and how that how that uh, plays out so we'll be drawing some of those connections coming up uh, this, this Sunday and, um, likely in the podcast next week, but I, I've appreciated this conversation today, Brian, and I thank you for being on the podcast and, uh, sharing your stories and your experience and, um, any, any parting words that you want to say today? Uh, no, just, uh, you know, I'd be happy to, I guess, talk to anyone who would be interested in learning more about my discipleship experience um, uh, and be happy to encourage anyone to, um, uh, you know, to encourage them to, to take that step forward in their faith uh, because it is just a fruitful experience. So, no, thank you for having me. This is my podcast debut. So you did it. Success. <laughs> we have successfully conversated. So <laughs> awesome. Hey. Thanks, buddy. We'll uh, right. we'll see you next time. <laughs>